0: Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game, brought to you by Sly Fox Brewing. More about them in a second. But uh, I, I'm at a loss for words. You know, the OT win is fine. Good. I'm glad they were able to get over blowing that lead and get the two points. That's cool. Um, blowing the lead is terrible. That sucks. But I, I'm not going to get over this Mantha thing. I'm not. Uh, someone needs to jump that guy. Uh, I, someone should do it in the parking lot before this game, before they even get to Detroit tomorrow. Uh, because that is unacceptable. To see your captain hit in the back of the head while he's down like that and to have zero response, that's gutless. That's gutless nonsense. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about Sly Fox Brewing. They have this delicious new glove dropper India Pale Ale brewed with Blood Orange, and it is outstanding, and that's what I wanted to talk about. This beer is called Glove Dropper, and it's really good. You know, it isn't really good when the Flyers didn't drop the gloves in response to their captain and best player getting hit in the back of the head against the boards. Uh, Absolutely freaking embarrassing. To blow, what, a 5-1 third-period lead? Embarrassing enough, but to not show any sort of – not to show – listen, I know hockey has changed. Hockey is a much different sport – uh, then hockey is a much different sport than the one I grew up with and the one uh, that the Broad Street Bullies came. I, I understand that. there There is no more Dave Schultz. But somebody on the ice, you don't have to be the hammer to go up to a guy and get revenge after he crossed. And that's the, if the ref calls it, that's fine. But you know what? He didn't. So there's no protection for your star player, so you have to go protect him. That's all there is to it. You, that's the way hockey works, and until until the NHL wants to do something to make the rules different so that you can't just go cross-check one of the game's best players in the back of the head and and there be no repercussions, well, guess what? They love the game policing itself. Go police yourselves. Wayne Simmons, Scott Lawton, Radko Gudas. literally anybody. You don't have to be Dave Schultz to go jump somebody, and that's what he deserved he deserved to catch a beating and it better happen tomorrow it just has to he better have to fight on the opening face off that was embarrassing and ridiculous um now to the game but really try glove dropper sly fox's delicious india pale ale brewed with blood orange uh no but seriously sly fox really good uh cool local brewing company they have a delicious uh beer Check it out. I'll hold it up closer to the camera so you can see everything it features. I mean, it's literally it's got the Stanley Cup. It's called Glove Dropper, and it features a flyer and a penguin fighting. Um, You don't always know what to get out of, like, oh, it's a blood orange IPA. We'll see. It's not super sweet, but you can still pick up the orange. It's just kind of hints of it. Uh, Aftertaste is great. It's very crisp, very fresh. Highly recommend Sly Sly Fox Brewing and especially the Glove Dropper IPA. All right, now on to the game. Uh, yeah, let's just get to your comments. I mean, it was, uh, Hart not maybe his best night, but I thought he made some big stops earlier in the game. Of course, you don't want to give up, what they give up, four in the third? Yeah, you don't want to give up four straight goals in the third period. Um, you know, plenty of, it's never just a goalie, it's never just a defenseman here. It's, it's always, there's multiple things that go into goals. Don't want to get into every single one. Uh, thought Hart could have had the, um, I thought Hart could have had the Vanek one, but. Um, like McDonald's defense is a joke on that play. Just, oh, yes, every, I mean, not just McDonald, but McDonald is the one, you know, directly in front of it. Um, but on the, everyone just backs in. They give so much room, and that's all that's been a problem with this team for years. Uh, you don't want to have that happen, but um, I think Hart could have maybe made a few of the stops, but there were some sick deflections. I mean, take nothing away from some of those goals uh, Detroit scored. Yes, it's just it, you have to have a 5-1 lead, uh, and to get two right at the top of the third, and just go, okay, they they probably quit, and they changed the goalie and got a little momentum, and you just didn't really do anything to stop their momentum. Um, you know, they they made some great plays, didn't take nothing away from Detroit there, but Detroit is not a good team, and the Flyers can't afford to take anyone lightly. That's the hole they've dug themselves in. While the playoffs are a long shot, um, they they believe themselves to be in it. Uh, so they have to play like they're in it, and they didn't for most of the third. Of course, they come out, Konechny makes the great play, uh, just some really good puck movement, some really good three-on-three possession, um, kind of a clinic, and scoring in three-on-three there with uh, Couturier, Konechny, and Gossespierre, Konechny uh, picking up that rebound, wrapping it around, getting the goal. So all's well that ends well, I suppose, but uh, a lot of from something that looked like a very positive game through 40-ish, you know, through 43 minutes, basically, um, really, uh, left a, left a sour taste in my mouth. I'll tell you what doesn't leave a sour taste in your mouth. Sly Fox glove dropper IPA. Oh my God. Is it good? <laughs> How good am I at this guys? Uh, let's, let's see now let's get to some of your comments. Cause that's, uh, that's what I want to get to today. Um, What do you attribute it to? Hart not being sharp, defensive breakdowns. I think it's a little of all of it. I think they kind of, after they get those uh, goals right at the start of the third, and it just kind of looks like Detroit was waving the white flag, the Flyers went, oh, okay, they stopped. Um, Which, I mean, listen, if we're all sitting there watching it and watching what Detroit did on those first two shifts, and we're like, all right, so they don't give a shit at all. Um, It's not like the craziest thing to think that they weren't going to keep playing. But to Detroit's credit, they did after uh, those terrible efforts to start the period and they come back and get the goals and the Flyers just can't let that happen. You need to do something to take back momentum. Um, And they just didn't. But again, they made the play, but do I like, no, I don't think Hart played his best game, but I wouldn't say that's the reason, you know, they blew a five, one lead. The defense I thought was doing a pretty decent job limiting chances. Um, again, through most of the first two periods and into the third. And then, of course, the breakdowns come. I, I, I think it was just, yeah, like just a combination of everything. Gudis tried going after him. You don't try. This isn't a try thing. You don't challenge Manta after he just hits your captain in the back of the head. You just go and start hammering him because he knows he deserves it. He did it. You jump him. That's the, la- that's the law. If you get kicked out, you get kicked out. So what? That's it, it. Goes beyond that. You know why? Yes. Oh, we need the two points today. If Claude Giroux has to leave with a concussion, guess what? You're losing out for the rest of the season. So it doesn't matter anyway. Like, oh no, we lost this game because of that. Nah, you were gonna lose that. Like, so what's the difference? Uh, there's no going up and challenging him after that. You challenge somebody when you want to go get a momentum fight going or something. Uh, that's when someone just goes and cheap shots your captain, your best player. You go and beat the shit out of them. That's just hockey. Tom Wilson wouldn't have waited, tell you that, Tom Wilson wouldn't have waited. All the complaining everyone does about Tom Wilson, Manta wouldn't have been able to score that uh, game-tying goal because he would have been carried out. Gordon should have taken a timeout. I I, I can see in this kind of game, like, uh, there's a lot of times when you watch the Sixers, you go, Brett, uh, Brett Brown likes to let the players figure it out on the court and not always call a timeout. I think there's different situations. But, like, when you're up against a shit team like Detroit, I think it's a great – and I, when the Sixers do this as well, like when they're up against a really bad team like Detroit is today, uh, you kind of – that's a good opportunity to let the players figure it out themselves, let them get something going. Uh, but I, he could have taken one, sure. I'm not going to overly criticize him for it because I've seen him do it before, and I think he's got a pretty good feel of what buttons to push. Uh, maybe he didn't do the right thing today, but I think um, – I think he has in the past, so I'm not going to be overly critical of that. End of the day, you can't give up four straight to a bad team. I don't care who your coach is. If you had no coach on the bench, if you'd already used your timeout, whatever, just don't give up four straight to Detroit. Come on. Call up Goldborn tomorrow. I'm all for it. Bring up Sam Moran. Uh, There needs to be a reckoning of some kind. I thought I just saw Maddie doing locker room interview for a minute on post game. Yeah, she's, old. she's in there every home game. Maddie's in the locker room uh, every single home game. She's our journalist in the field. Mantha needs to be suspended or somebody get him tomorrow night. He needs a pounding. Yeah, let the suspension come after tomorrow because I want him to ha- actually have to answer for it tomorrow. Flyers win again. Can we restart the season? Uh, it is disappointing that we are getting um, uh, winning hockey so late because if they had just started this, like, if they had started this at the time they started it last year, they'd be in playoff position. I think after they, I think the, I think the ten game losing streak started on or ended on December fourth, I want to say, and or maybe that was the last loss of the, something like that, somewhere around there. Um, maybe that was the tenth loss. Maybe that was the loss that, or maybe that was the first game they won. Not exactly sure, but from that point on. Uh, you know, they were a top five team in terms of points percentage. They waited until now to be doing this. And that's the hole they're in. And that's why even though they're playing great hockey, I just don't think it's going to be enough. Turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. Yeah. Listen, um I saw someone else tweet something similar, but like Provorov, we can all agree since the All-Star break really has played better hockey overall. However, Man, you got to stop giving the puck away so much. And I know, I know cuz I'm the one that says it all the time. Guys who have the puck a lot turn the puck over a lot. He plays a lot of minutes. I'm sure he did again today. What was his uh what was his TOI for today? Uh where are you, Provi? Yeah, 2441. Uh Sanheim is the only other defenseman who was up over 20 minutes. He was at 2054. So obviously leading the way by a decent margin in terms of ice time. Uh, credited with three giveaways, uh, I just, man, he's got to, he's, it just can't be, listen, I get it, there are giveaways, and when you're a guy who ha- who's on the ice a lot, and has the puck a lot, as the number one defenseman is, um, and does, it's going to happen, but when and where, man, timing, you can't give it away in front of your net, or behind your net like he did, and just, it's just a part of his game he really needs to tighten up and I know he's still young he's still learning I it doesn't overly concern me about oh my god is this what he's going to be his whole career like that it's just dude everyone's life will be so much easier if you just have one of those a game instead of three wings had a lot of good deflections hart was good but deflections got get even best the best goalies yeah like i said i don't think hart played his best game but take I mean, there were some really, really good, yeah, like deflections, hand-eye plays. They made some good plays to score those goals. It's not like Hart was overly leaky or anything, or had bad positioning. Again, I think the one I point to is the uh, is the Vanik goal. I thought he could have had the Vanick goal, but again, it's an odd man rush. Everyone's backing in all the way down. And uh, say what you will about Vanick, he knows how to score the puck, and he did. Why the hell is Amak still getting minutes? Well, the positive is he played sixteen thirty-nine tonight. tonight, um, nothing shorthanded. So he wasn't even part of the PK rotation. Uh, now they only had what? Yeah, they only had the one um, – Detroit only had one power play. But Gudis played a minute 26. Sanheim played 34 seconds. Haig played 50 seconds. And Proverov played a minute 10 shorthanded. And Amak and Gostisbeer – Played zero shorthanded minutes, so uh, his his he's playing sixth. He's playing the least uh, out of anybody. You know, he's he's their sixth defenseman right now in terms of ice time, and he's out of the PK rotation. So I think we're getting there. I think we're getting there. Now, yes, listen, I want to see Phil Myers. I'm I'm not defending it. I'm not seeing, but it just this is what it is. Amac just has uh, for some reason he coaches play him. I don't I. I wish I had answers for you. He's not very good. Uh, He doesn't really do any of the things that a modern defenseman needs to do. And yet here he is still getting paid, still playing. I I don't get it either. I I wish I did. Hey, Bill, Talbot versus Tampa, or we play tomorrow night in Detroit? Tough travel and maybe visa issues. Otherwise, Hart again tomorrow. That's going to be an interesting thing with the back-to-backs. And do you start Mike McKenna in Detroit? Like, I, I guess, because um, he was on the bench today backing up. Do you throw Talbot in when he's just joined the team? Um, I would like to see Talbot play, but I'd have no problem Hart going back-to-backs. I don't love the idea of goaltenders going back-to-backs, and he did see 38 shots tonight, and that's a lot of shots. But uh, you want to win. That's, if, if this season's all about – If if we really are – oh no, winning matters, we're go, We're making the push. Again, I don't believe it's going to happen, but the players are playing like they think they're going, like they think they're really making the playoff push. And the coach has to coach like it because the coach is, whether it's this job or any other job, he's coaching to stay, to, to get another crack at the NHL, you know, not on an interim basis. So uh, yeah, I that's a tough one. I'd probably go back to heart. I'd probably start hard again. Yeah. I don't love playing. I don't love playing goalies on back-to-backs, but this might be a situation where you just go, you're 20, kid. You shouldn't be tired. Scary but great win. Shout out for my birthday, Bill. Anthony, happy birthday. Thanks for joining us on your birthday. Jeez. Happy birthday. Tomorrow is a 6 p.m. start. That's another good, uh, that's another good uh, point there. It's a later game, so it's not like um, he doesn't have – the full 24 hours to recover. It's, what, 4.13 right now. So, yeah, 6 p.m. start tomorrow. It's not like it's another 1 p.m. start. Uh, so, yeah, that's a good point. We could uh, could be seeing that. Bill, should Giroux ask his teammates why they didn't have his back? Is it Giroux's – like, I think the coach just needs to sit <sighs> – there's so much, oh, well, we want, don't want to throw this game away and all this. Like, we will get him on the scoreboard, blah. But he scores the tying goal. Like, the dude has two goals in the third period. He tries to take out your captain, gets that tying goal. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's a yeah, It's a very frustrating situation. I don't know if Drew should ask that. Maybe Just a general, uh, you know, I, I have a feeling... That he's gonna have to fight right off of the face off tomorrow or the first shift he gets, or whatever, so I guess you wait for that, but it's just disappointing to me because man, that like you see it i I know the game's different. getting rid of Stolars was a mistake; you were probably losing him anyway. I wanted to see uh Stoley play out this season, um, and I thought you would get a little bit of value. Um, extract a little bit of value if you were helping Edmonton clear some cap space. But I guess if technically you're getting the better of the two, I I, I don't love the trade. If they keep Talbot, it's fine uh, because Stoley probably wasn't coming back anyway. Uh, Goalie question, and just joined the show. Hope this wasn't asked yet. I love Talbot's going to be Hart's mentor for a year or two and eventually a backup when Hart steps up. But what is their cap hits Stolien and Talbot's. Was it worth it? I, this year, the cap doesn't matter. They're so far under the cap. It's just about if Talbot resigns and what he resigns for, if you can get him for what, um, you know, Neuvert and Elliot were making 2.25, two and a half, something like that. Uh, I- I'm all for it. That's fine. If he's going to be in a tandem with Hart. hearts, you know, on his ELC and whatever, um, that's, that's, that's fine. But, I want. I just wanted to see what Stoley would be. I thought it would be cool, but if they keep Talbot and it's cheap and it's not, I think he's making over four million now. But Edmonton acquired him to be a starter. Uh, it's about what he's going to resign for if he resigns, and I really hope he does because otherwise, I I don't love the trade. Where is Myers McDonald? McDonald is teaching Sandheim the starfish. The defense of the defense is oof. Uh, yeah, they want Myers practicing. Um, I think it's protection if there is a deal made, if someone calls up and says, hey, we have this big package here for you for Radko Gudish. You go, oh, shit, here you go. Have a Radko. Thank you for these things in return. Um, and then you can plug Myers in right away. You don't have to wait for a call up if you're on the road or whatever. And he gets to practice with the NHL squad. I thought this was a great opportunity for him to get off because they, or to get on the ice because they had the three days off and there was some practice time. I thought if they were going to work him in, that was the right time. But it just seems as if he's an insurance policy right now. So not the worst thing in the world to be up and practicing with the NHL team. But again, it's just one of those guys we've been hearing about for so long. I want to see him play up here. Like, I just want to see him. And all fans just want to see Phil Myers. Um, I I, I don't – I'd put him in, but, you know – I'm a podcaster and they run an NHL team. So is Gordon that good coaching or is it just a sign of how bad we were lulled by the past coach? I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, they definitely just needed uh, Hackstall, the locker room. I don't know if they quit on him or stopped listening to him or it just wasn't going to work. The personalities, it just wasn't, it just wasn't a fit. And I think anything that wasn't Dave Hackstall was going to improve the team, um, I think the number one thing is goaltending. Like, no matter what, under the last three coaches they've had, if they get good goaltending, they win games. Um, I think that's the number one thing. But when you look at things like the special teams improving, like some youngsters really stepping up in the second half after having very disappointing first halves, or at least underwhelming first halves, Um halves, first halves, um, Uh, I do think Gordon deserves some credit for that. Absolutely. Uh, Like I keep saying, if you don't get Q or a big-name coach, a guy with a track record of competing for Stanley Cups, um, yeah, Gordon can have this job all he wants. And if you want to move him up as director of player personnel, that's cool. Uh, Whatever. If the next coach wants to come in and keep him as an assistant and he wants that job, that's fine. I have a feeling Scott Gordon wants to coach in the NHL and be a head coach, and he's earned it. Uh, and if there's an interview process and the Flyers don't get you know, the top of their wish list, then I do believe that they are going to pursue uh, Joel Quenville very hard. Um, if they don't get the guy at the top of their wish list, I have no problem if at the end of an interview process they just go, you know what? We really like the job Scott Gordon did and we're going to keep him. Uh, that's fine with me. Giroux needs new line mates. No chemistry there. Yeah, that line, we talked about it a little bit at the end of BSH Radio on Wednesday. Uh, it was in Charlie's, um, one of Charlie's uh, 10 things we learned from articles on The Athletic. Uh, the the JVR-Giroux-Konechny line just isn't working, and it just isn't. Um, it's a little tougher to break it up now just because the Couturier line is playing pretty well. Uh, and you hate to break that up just to infuse, you know, the other guys. But it's – it just – I don't like Giroud back at center. I really don't like him back at center with that combination of wingers. I have no problem with JVR or connecting. I just – yeah, the chemistry and just the I, – I, I don't like it. And it's not really – you know, it's not really producing as a like top line would. Uh, obviously, you can say the um, – obviously, you can say the Couturier line is the top line because – they're producing like it. But, you know, it's called freaking Giroux. Last year, he had 102 points. You would think maybe, I I don't know, you would keep him in that position. But again, the way Patrick was playing and how they were getting so little out of their centers, not named Couturier, you kind of just had to do it. The defense was horrific in the third period. Oh, yes, absolutely. Again, like when I say Hart didn't play his best game. Okay, but his best game is phenomenal. it's still very much on the players in front of him as well to allow the kind of time and space that they had on some of these goals. Uh, It's just, you know, and Detroit made some good plays too. Bill, will Mantha go with Simmer tomorrow? Who would Mantha fight on the Flyers that would pound? It doesn't matter. Someone just needs to go up to him and beat the shit out of him. I don't care who. The stadium series may be meaningful. Add in some Malkin sword swing revenge. I'm shotgunning some of those delicious Sly Fox glove droppers next Saturday morning and running through a wall. That's what I like to hear, Ray, but drink responsibly. (laughs) Yeah, no, don't drink and drive. That was a fun wink. The people who listen on the podcast feed can't see me wink when I say please drink responsibly, but do actually drink responsibly, Um, you know. But, yeah, no, the stadium series could be a lot of fun. Uh, the Malkin and stuff, and it's just a rivalry game. Like, it's always a testy game between the Penguins and Flyers. And now you're actually chasing them in the standings. Uh, the Pens lost today. I think Calgary held off a similar comeback that the um, that the Penguins were making on them. I believe they won 5-4. Uh, so I, I guess you're six out now. I don't remember the standings. I could just look at them, but eh. Yeah, so it could I mean that's the Flyers last game before the trade deadline. There could be a lot of uh there could be a lot of storylines going into that one. Goals from three players that needed to get going 53, 11 and 21. Yeah, TK nets a couple and I will like right before he scored that goal, I was like, "My god, he just does not look good." Like watching me play up like literally on that shift until he scored his first goal, the power play goal. I was like, what is he doing out there? My God, he just does not look like Travis Konechny from last year at all. And then, like, before I can get the sentence out of my mouth, he he scores. And then he gets the, the wraparound for the winner. And, you know, TK just needs to find some consistency in his game. He will. He's young. He's that type of guy. Uh, he'll probably never be, like, a, a checking specialist of any kind. But y- you don't need that. He just needs to not be so, like – out of control all the time. But a little bit of that works for him. You know, a little bit of that works for him. Lawton, we keep hearing how Lawton's doing everything but scoring, and he got the one today. That's huge. Just got to feel good for the guy because he's been one of the most consistent flyers this year. Uh, Doesn't have the production numbers, but I'm just looking at him as – You, regardless of what the role is, you can play for my team. That's what I think about Scott Lawton. And Ghost, I think Ghost has been heating up a little. He's coming in. He had like seven points in his last seven games, I think. Uh, They were all assists. You want to get that goal total up. It just feels good to score goals. It instills confidence in players when they score goals and what is who needs confidence more than Shane Goss Bear? like who is doubting their really really high abilities more than number 53 so yeah i agree all three of those guys needed those goals i think provie needs to go back to a bigger stick it's something man i it's there's something up with him i i just did we not notice it before or is it just sticking out did, i i can't remember him just like Bunting pucks right into opponent's shin pads and then blowing by him, you know? Hey, Mac makes great snow angels. He certainly does. Think Elliot could be called up from the conditioning stint for Detroit tomorrow? I hadn't even thought about Elliott. Uh That's a – I guess it's a possibility, right? If you can't get – if Talbot, you know – isn't here or just got here or can't make it in time, whatever. Um, You don't want to go with McKenna. Uh, You don't want to go with Hart back-to-back. I guess anything's possible. I guess get Elliott in there for a game. Maybe he plays well and maybe you can get something for him. So, sure, I wouldn't have a problem with them going to Elliott tomorrow. Hey, Bill, how do you rate JVR's play today? I just don't love that line. Um, I, it's, uh, I think JVR does a lot of things well, um, but when he's not scoring, he's just not as noticeable. Uh, and goal scorers are streaky. He had his streak. He'll have another one. Um, he he wasn't, you know, he wasn't anything special today. I just, that, uh, there's just no chemistry on that line. Stolors for Talbot is weird to me. Yeah, it's just kind of, um... You're losing Stoley. If Stoley didn't play like 16 or something I think it was 16 more games, um, he was going to be a UFA. So you were losing Stolar's, uh, and unless you could guarantee him an NHL spot, I doubt he resigns as an unrestricted free agent. And I don't think we can guarantee him an NHL spot. We just don't know it. There's just not enough evidence to say, oh yeah, you, can, you and you and Hart are going to be our tandem next year. That's what we're going to do. Uh, I just – hate uh, – with a guy with his injury history, um, you know, all that, I, I just don't know how you depend on him. So if Talbot wants to stay, you have, you know, a guy who is apparently pretty close with Carter Hart. Uh, they they train together or something. They're, he's his mentor. He looks up to him. They're pals, drinking buddies. I don't know. They have some sort of relationship. Uh, and if it's just another guy who can help in the progression of our franchise savior, number 79 – sure, fine, that's, it is what it is, Uh if he doesn't resign, it's a dumb trade, because you just traded one, it's just a meaningless trade, if he doesn't resign, more than anything, Uh but if he resigns, and you have your backup, and it's at a reasonable price, like, I again, if it's over three million, it, I, I don't like it, Uh but, you know, it is a guy who's been in the league, he's having a shit year, uh, but he's had some success, he's had his most success, you know, as a, as a backup, he had two pretty good years in Edmonton, and the last two trended down. This year, again, was pretty bad. Uh, but change of scenery, that Edmonton team, pretty bad. So we'll see what Talbot is. Uh, I think if you reduce his workload and have him in a situation like he'd be in here, you know, splitting time with Carter Hart and acting as that veteran, uh, veteran mentor, I think you can get a lot out of him. But... Yeah, I don't think he's like the 60-game starter he once was at all. I'm going to miss Tony Stoley from Third Street. Yeah, it's – man, that was just starting to catch on, too. Talbot will not be offered the same wage as what the loser Oilers gave him. We can sign him for two-and-a-half to three for a two-to-three-year term. That would be a decent contract. Yeah, it depends on what he's looking for. As long as he knows it's kind of a tandem role um, and he wants to get paid like it and not as a starter – I'm all for it. That's fine. Cool. Cam Talbot, one thing checked off the list. Uh backup goalie for next year. We have Talbot Hart. We have our we have our tandem. Um it just you yeah. know it's a move for a second goalie. It's whatever. I was just starting to like like Anthony Stolarz. You know, he was just starting to catch on. He was playing some good hockey. I just wanted to see if he was going to be something here. But if it just wasn't going to be, it just wasn't going to be. Talbot hasn't been great as the Elliott 2.0. I mean, if he's if he plays the way Elliott played when Elliott was healthy and he stays healthy, that's absolutely fine for 40 starts a year. Like that's the thing is I j we if we wanted Elliot to come in and be a 65 game starter, that was foolish. Um, you know, and to, to play him for say, I don't know, the entire month of December, like Dave Hackstall did last year. Oh my god the veteran goalie broke down when he started every game in a month. Wow. Shocking. Like, yeah, we can't do that to anybody. Uh, no one should start every game for a month. It's stupid. Why? Um, but, you know, when it, when your options are like Michael Neuvert or pulling someone out of the stands, I guess you just do it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, if it's Elliott 2.0, that's fine. If he's got a relationship with, with Hart, uh, their training partners and mentor or whatever, and he accepts that role and accepts the Elliott-style contract. Again, I'm, all, I'm fine with me. Do you think Moran gets in before Myers? That's a good question. I, looking at how they're working the defense now, I don't expect either to get in before the trade deadline. I think they're both going to be up with the team after the deadline, and then it'll depend on what the coaches see in practice, I guess. Are we sure Phil Myers actually exists? Is it like, um, oh Christ, I can't even remember the guy I said doesn't exist um, last year. All the They had all the like computer-generated names last year. I can't remember any of them. Phil Myers ran off with Manti Teo's girlfriend. That's good. Uh, G. Patrick T. K. line would be awesome, but third line would be trash. Yeah, uh, I don't want to. I'm not ready to elevate Patrick yet. I like Patrick doing what he's doing. I just want to keep him. I, I because I don't think the playoff push it like it's fun, and I hope they keep winning and it gets interesting. I just don't think they're going to pull it off this year. Um, because I'm not overly concerned about it. Uh, I don't have a problem just letting that letting that JVR Giroux TK line stay together. I don't like it, um, but I just if everyone else is working and those three maybe start to develop more chemistry with more time together. And that's in game. Gordon has no problem throwing the lines in a blender. That's the other thing we've seen plenty. We've seen um, Couturier with TK and Giroux, Couturier with Drew and Voracek uh, in the last couple of games. So uh, it's not like these are the lines. We stick to them. Like, I, Gordon throws the lines in a blender when he has to. So I don't think it's, a pressing need to switch things around. And to me, Nolan Patrick's development is the most important thing. Now, of course you could say, well, if you put him with Giroud and TK, he wouldn't help. He wouldn't be able to help, but produce points. But you know what, let him just keep doing what he's doing and gain confidence in that. He's the one driving it. And if you're out there with Giroud, it's like, how many of us, listen, we all watched Couturier last year, and we were like, all right, this is really fun, but is this really who he is? He's probably, you know, if he's a 60-point player, that's great. But he's playing with Claude Giroux. Well, split him up, and Couturier continuing to kill it. Uh, so, you know, maybe keep Patrick away and let him produce, and he's doing it on his own. Good to see 21-11 and 11 score. They both needed it. They both needed, needed it. Six out, yeah, that's what I thought. Would Simmons fight uh, Mantha, given he's on the trade block? I don't see why not. I mean, people want to acquire him because, uh, like, listen, if you a smart person is like, you know, Wayne Simmons can probably help our power play. He's a bona fide goal scorer. Uh, he's having you know a down year, but maybe a change of scenery, this and that. But the hockey men will also go. We need the grit. It's a play. He scores playoff goals, like you know, Michael Raffle in the first line because he scores playoff-style goals. Uh, but, you know, we need the grit and toughness to make a playoff run. And to which I say, like, how come the Flyers have never made a playoff run with him? Uh, but that's a different story. Uh, I, I'm kidding. It's not Simmons' fault that they haven't made a playoff run. It's literally everybody else's. Uh, but it's I, – I just think that would be another display of, hey, this is one of the elements you get with this guy, and teams love that shit. Patrick must have had three ham and cheese sandwiches today because he had three points. Keep the ham and cheese coming, guys. Keep the ham and cheese coming. Hmm. Can I tell you how good this Glove Dropper Blood Orange IPA is by Sly Fox Brewing Company? Oh, Sly Fox Brewing Company, how great are they? I mean, if you don't love Sly Fox Brewing, I don't know what to tell you. People are gonna love this when they listen, and we also have the ad breaks, um, like in the actual podcast feed when the ad breaks get inserted, and then just me pushing beer. But like, come on, it's beer. What's not to like about beer? It's beer. It gets you drunk. Six percent too. I'm feeling pretty toasty. Hey Bill, if the Flyers make a splash on deadline day, will you be doing a show? Deadline day, I believe, is Monday the 25th. Uh, yeah, will I will at the very least be doing this. Um, if we can't get like an emergency full crew show together, at the very least I will be doing this like an immediate reaction thing. I might even do an immediate reaction thing if we're able to do one later with the full crew, but yeah, there will be something. If something of importance happens on deadline day, um, I will be doing this. Yes. Elliot played last night for Lehigh Valley, yeah. Elliot, Gordon confirmed no Talbot tomorrow. How many games should Mantha get suspended? I don't, I don't know. I, it's, I, I, I don't think it's suspension worthy. I just think he deserved a penalty and a beating. That's it. Maybe a fine him because nothing got called on the ice, and that's the idea of supplemental discipline when the on-ice discipline isn't enough. I don't think it's like a suspension play. I'm disappointed to see Stolars go. I wanted to see it play out here, but he probably just was leaving. That's the that's the thing. He was probably just leaving. So you got someone who might be around who's comfortable with Carter Hart. So it's all you can ask for, I guess. And if he gets back to some semblance of what he was, um you got yourself a decent goaltender, especially in a tandem or backup role, depending on what kind of a workload Hart assumes next season um so it might end up being a, a, a quite a valuable trade uh but it's all dependent on him resigning and at a you know cost effective cap hit how about how great patrick looks yeah i want to see him keep it going uh we've seen him play really well in spurts before and i'm really happy with what i'm seeing right now i just won't have a full i won't have uh, i won't be able to fully evaluate Nolan Patrick until like a month or two into next season. Cause I need to see him start a season the way he's ended the last two. He's one of the reasons I'm I'm not blaming Nolan Patrick for how bad they were to start this year. He's a 20 year old, 21 year old kid, whatever the hell he is. Um, but he was being depended on to come into this season as the second line center. And he wasn't close to that for the first three months of the season. Um, He needs to just put it all together and start out and just be a good player. Uh, I think he will. I think if, like, what do I think Nolan Patrick's potential is? I think it's high. But I just – I'm not going to be able to actually evaluate. I'm I'm loving what I'm seeing right now. But I need to see it on a nightly basis to start a season. I want to see it in October and November. It's really fun doing this down the stretch. But when we're in such a hole that we can pick up, what now, 25 of the last 30 points and – still be six out, like, it's because of things like that, and it just, you can't, you know, it's fun to do now, but I'd rather just be a good hockey team. I love Patrick's play lately, needs to see more power play time on the first unit. Yeah, he'd be on my first unit, especially now that you've already bumped uh, Couturier down, now that you have a center for the second unit. um, I, I would like... With Simmons, you know, gone between now and Monday, I would like to see JVR and Patrick um, alternating between net front and the slot, and kind of because um, they're mo- they're pushing Giroux over to the other side, so you can have a righty taking one timers. Uh you can do different things. And of course, if you have him on the left wing, you can always dish it to uh JVR. And I just like what Nolan Patrick could do handling the puck behind the net. We just don't make enough plays from behind the net. It kills me. Uh I, I talk about it as much as I possibly can because I think it's very it's just like uh Wayne Gretzky has the most goals and the most assists ever. Do what he did. Generate your offense from back there. Like, it just seems to make sense to me. I don't know. and Maybe that's too simplistic, but I don't know. Do what he did. It seems to have worked for him. But, yeah, I would like to see him on the first power play unit, and that's what I would do uh, once Simmons is gone. I don't want to bump Simmons now. Uh, just keep, keep him up there. Maybe pots a couple before he gets traded, raises value or whatever, but – um. Yeah. To me, the number one unit after Simmons is gone should be Giroux, Voracek, gostas Bear, JVR, and Patrick. That's and I'd have the kind of like the motion they're doing now, but Giroux able to actually dish it off to a guy down low, and that guy make a make a play. Like imagine if Giroux could dish it off and then drift to the center and get a pass back. Imagine if he used a give-and-go. Like, that would be incredible on the power play. I don't know if he's ever scored a goal like that for the, for us on the power play. Bailey looks like he could be a player. That could be an underrated trade. I know we all, we're all all like, all right, you know, AHL or for AHL or whatever. But he's 22. Uh, he's big. He's like 6'4", 215. Um, Charlie, uh, tra- I busted his balls on Twitter today because he threw a couple of hits and made a couple of plays and made some stuff happen. Um, but uh, Charlie didn't just write this. Like, this is the scouting report on Bailey. Is Although he's big and can skate, he doesn't play the most physical game. Uh, and if he's, especially if he's throwing the body like he did at points today. Um, this kid, sure, sure, fourth line, done, done deal, love it. Who would you rather have Panarin or bovrovsky Uh Panarin. I, I don't want another goal. Uh I don't want another goalie. I don't want I don't want to do to Carter Hart with Bob what we did to Bob with Grizz. It's it's I'm good on that. By trading for Talbot, you get a trial run this season, and if he isn't good, they can look to sign someone else. Uh don't hate it. Yeah, I don't hate it. Um as long as they keep him, or unless, you know, he sucks. And then in that case, the trial run was effective because you're not going out on July 1st and, you know, signing an unknown. Uh, you have a guy that you have your eyes on and get to evaluate yourself and see how the dynamic is between he and Hart and figure all that stuff out ahead of time. And then, of course, you can negotiate with him early. There goes our cheap tandem, Billy. Yeah, um, I you know, I wanted those two really cheap goalies, but as long as... As long as Talbot is signed for $3 million or less, uh, um, uh, that's pretty good. Stolarz wasn't going to be cheap next year. He's most likely going to be a UFA. I mean, he's not going to get a ton of money. It was never going to be about money with Stolarz. It was going to be about opportunity. If the Flyers were looking to bring in a, a uh, I want to call him Max so bad. I probably have already called him Max Talbot now that I think about it. Um, if they were going to bring in a Cam Talbot type, uh, then he doesn't have an NHL opportunity and he's fighting in the minors for, uh, playing time with what could possibly be like, you know, Alex Lyons under contract and gets paid NHL money next year. I don't, if I had to guess, I would guess he gets traded for whatever. Um, but as of right now, he's under contract. Felix Sandstrom's under contract. They expect him to come over. They want to get uh, Jostomenko signed and bring him over. So now all of a sudden you're looking at a ton of goalies again. And Stoley being 25, I just don't think – I just don't think the opportunity was going to be there for him. Um, I had no problem if Stoley kept up his level of play for the rest of this season. I had no problem going into next year with those two as a tandem. But I very much understand the idea that, like, hey, man, this is a 25-year-old who's played, what, at that point? Would it have been, like, 25, 30 at most NHL games if we kept him through the year uh, in his career? He's had the double knee surgery. We just don't know about – like, I fully get that uh, argument. Um, So, it is what it is. Hopefully Cam Talbot comes in and he's, he's the great mentor, you know, and also a good tandem goalie. I can't remember the last time this team scored six without Giroux registering a point, huh? Someone should look that up. Last time, the team scored six goals, and Giroux didn't have a point. I wonder if it was before he was on the team. I really do. I that's yeah. Mark Alt, yes, Brandon. Thank you. It was Mark Alt, the player I didn't think actually existed. <laughs> Because I've been seeing his name on the Phantoms roster for years. And it's just like this, this guy doesn't exist. He's just a computer. He's just, he's one, he's like, when you do the draft in Madden, and you have all these random players, like, that's what I thought he was. Just like Josh Smith from Oklahoma playing right tackle. Like, that's what I thought Mark Alt was. And Will O'Neill. Yeah, Will O'Neill, too. Why don't they give out more contracts with team options? We could give out a massive one-year deal to someone with a really low cap number. Team option uh, will be in the best caps. I just – contracts in the NHL are guaranteed. I just don't think it's really that much of a thing in hockey. I I don't think it's just us. I just don't think it's – I don't know if it's even a – if you're signing a guy to a contract, I, I I don't think the players' union would go for that. Oh, yeah, that contract you signed, nah. Like it's I don't I don't see that as much of a go for Duchesne as two C. I don't hate it. There are players on my wish list higher than Duchesne, but if they get Matt Duchesne, I'll be very happy about it because he's pretty high up there. Limblom was in the middle of everything today. I really liked his play. Yeah, that dude, uh, Oscar Lindblom might not end up being a dynamic point producer, but it will not be for lack of trying. And he'll go on his streaks and have, you know, runs where it's like, oh, wow, yeah, this guy is really a top six forward. Uh, but he can always get his time up there. I love him as a, um, I love him playing alongside Couturier because you get that, you get two good two way players. Um, when Lindblom scores, it's awesome. I don't expect it to happen a ton. Um, but that's what the other, you know, that's what Jake Voracek's there to do, register the points. Uh, But it's just good two-way play. And when he gets on a hot streak, he's a first-liner. So I I really like – I really like Blom. He's got really good hockey sense. He's just – oh, that's the thing is he's always in the right place. Like a lot of his goals, you just look and go, Jesus, like I could have done that. But no, I couldn't have because I wouldn't have even thought to do the two things he did before this to get in that position. So he's, it's just his hockey sense that puts him in uh, to really good positions. And maybe he does develop into a dynamic score, and then we have a hell of a player on our hands that we drafted in the fifth freaking round. But even just what he is right now, I really like. To me, Oscar Lindblom is the perfect – he's a third liner. We play on our second line because we have a good second liner. We play on our third, and then we have our talent well uh, distributed. Like, that's what he is to me. He, him playing on a second line means we have some good depth. Like, that's my, my, my hope for this team is that they can have something like that going forward. Uh, where'd this go? Mantha is a marked man. Gudis and Simmer were pissed. You know, I get it. It's a one a one goal game and all, but you just can't let that shit fly. Like, I'm I'm glad they're pissed, but, like, be pissed when the game was happening. Has Simmons been in a single fight since he got his mouth reworked? Uh, he got in the uh, Alexiak fight. That was not that long ago, so I'm pretty sure. Yikes, brace yourselves. McKenna might start tomorrow. I, I like Mike McKenna seems like a good dude, you know? Like, I don't have, like, a problem with Mike McKenna. I just, I would really like to go to Detroit and win back-to-backs against a bad team. That would be fun, you know? And I don't think Mike McKenna gives you that great of a chance to do it. He could play well, like, goal, even bad goalies play well sometimes. He's He is what he is, you know? The stadium series game could be Wayne's last as a flyer. What a way to potentially go out. Oh, man, I want this game to be a shit show, too. Like, I want it to be like that, uh, what was it, 2012 playoff series? Like, I, I want I want the game to be like 7-5 with nine fights. <laughs> Just I want it to be chaos because I, I love when Gary Bettman's embarrassed. It really makes me happy when Gary Bettman's embarrassed. Will Myers start tomorrow? I missed the third period. I was surprised how the game got into OT. It was 5 1 when I left home. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I they've they've seemed reluctant uh to they've seemed reluctant to change up the defense to this point, and they've made a point to say that uh uh Myers, we just think it's beneficial for him to be practicing with the team. Uh, we think it's good for him, you know, so next year, uh, he can really hit the ground running in training camp and all that stuff. And then, cause uh, the way they're talking is they expect Myers to be on the team to coming out of camp next year from what I've pieced together. Um, and this is just kind of his get your feet wet time, but uh, maybe, uh, I'm not expecting either to play until after the trade deadline. That's um That's how I'm looking at it now. I'm not expecting he or Moran to play until after the trade deadline. So if Cam Talbot doesn't work out, would you trust Lyon or Sandstrom? Absolutely not. Yeah, Lyon isn't very good. Uh, I just don't – he might end up being a backup or something. I just don't see, like, a guy you can count on at the NHL level regularly. Uh, I just don't see that in him. Felix, I mean, the dude is coming over to North America for the first time. Could he be amazing? Uh, Sure. He could just, he could be the next Bob Rofsky for all we know. Just a guy. Oh, yeah, he's here. Oh, man, he's good. He made the team. He's awesome. Sure. And that would be really cool. Uh, But I'm not, like, that's not. that would not be a good off season. That would be, again, negligent at the goalie position, which is one of the things Ron Hextall just got fired for, for being negligent of the goalie position. Oh, man, that glove dropper just gets better with every sip. Thank you, Sly Fox. Eight goalies, new NHL record for goalies played in a year. I love it. If we keep Talbot, we're still going to have a tandem for less than four million. That's still really cheap. Yeah, no, I, I don't have a problem with it. I don't think it blows up my whole idea of a cheap goalie tandem as long as he gets signed for like Brian Elliott money. That's what I'm looking at. Am I the only one who doesn't think Simmons is getting traded? Uh, yeah, uh, they have to trade Wayne Simmons. I just, they're not making the playoffs. They can do this push all they want, but. I just don't see it. I just don't think there are enough games left. If they'd started this a month earlier, sure, but they didn't. We're not keeping McKenna after tomorrow, so have him start. First zone entry, Mantha does, pulls off Hexion Chelios. Yeah, and then Hart goes in as he was supposed to. I don't see that happening. We're winning and Drew hasn't been putting up the points. That's good. Playing as a team, everyone's coming through. It, it, it is. It definitely is. Um, I, I think it's a positive. Uh, I want Drew to produce. Obviously, he's your best player. Uh, you need him to step up at some points. But, man, when you can score six and he doesn't put up a point, that's a good problem to have. Mark Alt, Phantoms Legend. All right, let's scroll down here. Okay, I want to go for the even. Ten goal is used. How do we make this happen, fam? Uh, Who hasn't played with the with uh, in the organization yet? Did Alex Lyon get into a game this year? Uh, Check the old hockey reference. Flyers. All right, this season Lyon did get. Oh, he got into two games. Right, one start. Okay. So who's still down with the Phantoms? Jesus, who do we even have? (laughs) Who do we even have left? I love how Carter Hart has made 18 starts and it leads the team by five. <laughs> like it's Hart at 18, Elliott 13, Stoley 10, Pickard eight. Pickard made eight starts? My that feels like it was a hundred years ago. Oh my God. Uh Neuvert six. <laughs> Neuvert started six games. And we are depending on him to come in and like be a part of this team. Oh my god. Criminally negligent, uh, Ron Hextall's treatment of the goalie situation. Uh, and Lyon and McKenna each had a start apiece. So who's even left? <laughs> Christ. Who's even left? However many goalies they... I, I would like to get to 10. That would be fun. That's an unbreakable record, right? 10 goalies in a season. January 30th, 2009, Flyers beat Tampa 6-1 and Drew has no points. So, 09, uh, is he even on the team <laughs> at that point? Is he a full-time flyer in January of 09? He is, right? He has to be. Yeah. He Was he up by then? Yeah, 42 games. So, he had to be on that. Uh, let's check his game logs. That would be 8 09. What was the date? Uh, January 30th. 130. Yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He called, he got called up on the 26th that yeah. That's right. He got called up the day after Christmas. So yeah, he's there. He played 1144 and did not record a point, although he was plus one. So all you plus minus fans out there, how are there this many? Oh no, no. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Plus one, no points. So was that really the last time they scored six and he, um, <laughs> that's funny as hell. Use gritty as an emergency backup. That's, they need to get gritty in there. Uh, let Scott Gordon get a game. If Scott Gordon, that's let's last game of the season. Joel Quenville's the coach. Scott Gordon's in net. That would be the way to go. All right, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you for joining me for the Broad Street Hockey post game brought to you by sly fox brewing uh thanks so much to sly fox for this delicious glove dropper ipa uh and thank you all for hanging out thanks for listening make sure to subscribe to the podcast feed just search broad street hockey wherever you find podcasts you will find us uh yeah that's it i'll see you probably me tomorrow i'm thinking i'm gonna be doing it but i'm not sure so we'll see but i will be with you you know whenever stuff happens and throughout the week. So have a great week, everybody.